Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium! I legitimately cannot remember where we last left our heroes. So, here's where we last were. We were... Uh, this was after uh, Julian had defeated uh, the evil DJ Secret Kitty for a second time. We don't know if they're evil yet. They're Ooh. evil to Julian. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we were more or less just kind of hanging around, uh, uh, Gabe had traded his, uh, uh, the sand mast for a Sawaddle. Sawaddle. Swaddle. Mr. Sandman. <laughs> Man me a sand. <laughs> what he named? Flair. Flair. And the nature girl. Yes. <laughs> and Julian was in the process of trading Cagney for a Absol that he saw the other day. And right before that happened, uh, Gabriel's egg hatched, revealing a Kangaskhan. A little beautiful Kangaskhan, which Gabe is, is, a, is in a conundrum of what to name it. So we'll zoom back in on Gabriel holding this Kangaskhan that is... Openly crying as soon as it is hatched. King! King is gone! King is gone! King is gone! Oh no, 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 you gotta come. I just kind of swaddle it with my arms. Hey, it hatched! (laughs) I'm going to probably need your um, scarf or whatever. Oh yeah, you, yeah a little longer. you keep that for a little bit. I think I'm probably gonna try to fashion that. it into a pouch because I mean, I, I'm gonna say Gabriel is already he's already familiar with Kangaskhan, so it's like it, it, I immediately think it'll be comfortable if I have it wrapped around my chest at the for the time being. That's a, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, check on check on Sawaddle for just a moment, and like in your quick ref. Did you find oh, Flare? right. Yeah. So, Sawaddle so have an ability called Leaf Gift that basically allows them to make clothing out of leaves. Awesome. It's like, you know what? Actually, keep the scarf when... anyways. Yeah. Well, it, it's probably going to take my little buddy a little time. I think I remember something about Sawaddle. When we get back and do a poke center or whatever, I'm going to see what I can do and arrange some things and let, see if uh, Sawaddle can help me out, make a, make me craft, or help me craft something for my little little baby here. But in the meantime, this will, will this will suffice until then. Um, before we go any further, I should also point out that we have a dog today. So, we're gonna try it around him, but any pitter-patter of claws or distant oo-woos. <laughs> Please, don't mind. So the Kangaskhan, now that she's all swallowed up and being held close to you, she's calmed down a bit oh, and she's just God. kinda pawing at your chest and making sure that she's bundled up close to you. <laughs> oh, there we go. I'll take some care to keep uh, keep this little one unpokeballed for a while to get familiar with me. So, Yeah, that's kind of the key. <laughs> so you, you, your trade already commenced, or? No. I was, no. I was waiting for you to check the Oh, Pokemon. right, Sorry. right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, I suppose at this point I should check the Pokedex is like, yeah, no, I have an official thing that will actually show me what Kangaskhan is. I've only just, tri- you know, I've up until this point, I've never actually further researched in Pokemon. 
I may have seen it before, but I don't know everything about it. So your Pokeball, pull your Pokedex out. Diddly-dee, diddly-dee. Kangaskhan, the parent Pokemon. If you come across a young Kangaskhan playing by itself, you must never disturb it or attempt to catch it. The baby Pokemon's parent is sure to be in the area, and it will become violently enraged at you. Uh-oh. Uh, let's hope I never find your mom. You actually see there's, a, like, several notes from different regions, Pokedexes that have been updated in it. And you can check on some other ones. This infant rarely ventures out of its mother's protective pouch until it is three years old. Kangaskhan's maternal love is so deep that it will brave death to protect its offspring. Right. Think yeah. I'm gonna just stop reading these now. Yeah, that's just a sad time. Yeah. So now here's the deal with Kangaskhan. In game terms, it has a uh, situation called marsupial, which basically means that it can't fight until it reaches level 20. Okay, that seems right. I can deal with that. Alright, so now that you've kind of calmed down your child, you're all <laughs> parents now! <laughs> yeah. Yay! Yeah. You've got a delightful child, you've got a very clingy child, and then poor Belle. Wild child. <laughs> I updated the item description for child leash on the reference page. Yeah. Oh boy. Listen, he just needs to spend time with Lee and Rock. The Rock Lee connection. Uh, <laughs> and not only uh, meditate, but also train his body. To becoming the perfect fighting machine. <laughs> and which fighting machine is that? Who knows, Belle? <laughs> Who knows? Alright, so now where are y'all off to? Uh, well, I'm going to trade uh, Cagney for the uh, Absol I saw the other day. Alright, <laughs> so you head over to the uh, Yeah, I was literally walking in there as right. that, oh, yeah. that crack. <laughs> So can you, you just leave the eggshells just all over the floor? <laughs> Wait, that, that's his job. No, no, I'm gonna take care of it. A, a Chansey walks up with the broom. <laughs> I'll grab the bigger trunks for for before that, and she just sweep up the debris afterwards, and then I'll Chansey, Chansey. <laughs> and I bring out Cagney, and I'm like, "Well, it was a short time while we knew each other, but you were a good Pokemon while I had you." Pharaoh. So, thanks for your help, friend, and I try my best to pet <laughs> Feral, Feral Seed! Alright, I return, swap in, and that was Absol. There, that one. And you see the Pokeball into energy, and it zips. You see on the screen, into this, and see the new, see the new ball coming around. And it shows up in, it actually shows up in a green and black ball with like a red line going around it. I think this is a, a dusk ball, I think. Right? I think so. I'm not an expert on balls. <laughs> <laughs> What? What are you laughing at? <laughs> hey! He said balls. In universe, Gabe has no idea. That's an innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> and plop it out. Absol. And it's the big 
white dog slash cat like Pokemon. It's got like the big ear blade going up the one way. That well, absolutely seems to be the Pokemon that you wanted. Yeah. Goddamn it. <laughs> Hi, Katesy. It's nice to meet you. And I kind of hold out my hand. And uh, Kate Sith looks at your hand, and then she raises her paw, and she shakes a hand. Well, nice to have you. Uh, here's some of the team. And I bring out... Well, actually, I always have Ashley and uh, Eric. Eric are always out, so I guess they just pop out. <laughs> <laughs> so Ashley pops out from, like, within your jacket, Eric pops out from your head. Rouse! Letting! And... Uh, I'm guessing you hold Ashley out to yes. So Ashley, like, you hold Ashley out and Ashley reaches out and she just kind of grabs Kitsis' face and just kind of starts smushing it around. <laughs> and Kitsith just kind of sits there and like, yeah, this is this is understandable. This is new home. This is, this is Ralt, Ashley the Ralts and that's Lynn. The, well, Eric the Lynn. And Eric reaches out to try and poke with a paw, but he kind of tumbles off and lands on Kitsis's back. <laughs> and then, like, b- bundles off and rolls off. And Kitsis looks down, and she, like, kind of like, gives a little grin, like, mm, Absol. <laughs> yeah. Pet her on the side. I'm just gonna leave her out for and just, like, let her get acquainted. And she, she seems pretty chill. Pretty accepting of whatever is going on with the the restless child and the face grabbing child, and is Dillinger out as well? Yeah, on his um, trial harness. So Dillinger runs up to try and fight the new Pokemon. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm assuming you could just hold him just at length so he can only barely reach. Try, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try, bro. <laughs> and Dillinger, Dillinger, that's a new friend. And Kate Sith, nice. Kate Sith takes her paw and puts it on his head and just slowly lowers it until <laughs> he's smushed into the ground. <laughs> and he's just kind of smushed there and he doesn't know how to react now. I just assume he starts like vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fun, ain't it? Oh yes. Okay, so yeah, new new Pokemon. People have new Pokemon. Now what you doing? Well, Gabe, you said you wanted to uh, take on uh, Cutie. Yes, and it dawned on me just how I'm going to go about doing it. What's the plan, champ? I go into my backpack. If it isn't already obvious, I'm big into wrestling. And then I pull out like this little book I have, and it's got drawings of the persona I wanted to be as a wrestler. How how, how good would you say you drew? Are, are, are these like almost crude, or is it like? Oh shit! That's really good. They're just rough drafts. I'm not a good artist. It's it, they're not even complete drawings. They're just like blueprints and and, and stuff is he like being that. Modest. How about this? When did you draw them? Oh, uh, this would be... Last year. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say they're two years old. <laughs> okay, so they're not terrible. 
They're not like child scribblings <laughs> that Gabriel has held on to that, since he created them. This is like the stuff on the binder uh, in like middle school, high school. <laughs> He's also got like the S in the background. Full <laughs> binder. But yeah, I know. I was I was thinking about going as a persona called Gag. Uh, I was gonna call myself Ghastly Gabe. And what you see in the picture is like a like a kind of like a, a purple like ghastly like luchador mask. Ooh. That's cool. Nice. And just I didn't think too much about the shorts, so at the time I only drew like a basic pair of like purple sh- or like wrestling shorts. But then I'm gonna show I'm gonna show off my moves in the contest as if it was a wrestling event. I think that's the approach I'm gonna go with this contest. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Because it does sound like this is going to be a cool contest, so I need to try to out-cool cool. Okay, so you cut to the contest hall, and it's this this big, like, theater. Like, it looks like it was refurbished from an old fancy house, and it's kind of turned into a theater, like... Not a movie theater, a stage theater, because you've got a stage there. You've got a whole bunch of seats for the audience... You've got this little lobby entrance, and it has pictures from past contest winners. And you see a picture, you see several pictures of Kyul, and he's there with a bird Pokemon that is like white and green and red, and looks like it's like matching all his poses and also kind of matches his outfit. Pokedex. Pokedex, yeah. Dilly Dilly the wrestling Pokemon. With its wings, it controls its position in the air. It likes to attack from above, a maneuver that is difficult to defend against. You know, Gabe, that might be a good Pokemon for you to go after. Yeah. I like it. He's, he's pretty cool. I've, I've seen him in a couple matches, and I've seen uh, my grandpa ta- uh, talked about this Pokemon. Now, I've never actually gotten to see it face to face, though. Oh, you might today. Yeah. <laughs> you also see... Pictures of the uh, legendary gym leader Fantina, with there with her drift blim. Oh my! Yeah, no, like I heard about this. It's certainly a lot of high class or high skill in this contest. I'm a little intimidated. And guess <laughs> what, buddy? You're gonna smoke. Ah. You're gonna yes. Do great. Thank you. I'll try my best. Um, yeah, you see several other people. You see, you see a girl who has like these long pigtail type hairstyle coming down, and she's there with a blaziken. You see another girl in this pink dress with a pink hat, and she's there with a piplup. At this point, I release Roxel, and then he can kind of gather what he's what we're above to be going up against here. And he's looking at them all, he's like, "Much up, much up." I think his ego's still pumped from learning Thunder Punch, so. <laughs> and you also, so you guys can look around, see if there's anything else you spot, see if you recognize anyone, or you can just go right and sign up. Are you all going to compete in this contest? Uh, Jillian's not. He's going to take it in. Yeah, I'm going to... Sit back and watch. Yeah, sit back. Yeah, well, then, well that just leaves me then. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I approach sign up and ensure that my slot is is put in for the contest. 
So you go to the desk, there's a whole sign-up sheet, and you see there are only two other names listed for, like, the next next contest, and contest entry. There's, uh, Kyrl, Thorfsen, <laughs> and, um, Talia, so- Talia Slow Queen are the only other names on there. Oh. We know those names, right? Well, we know Kyrl. You know Kyrl. Yeah, we know Kyrl. Yeah. Well, you you may have caught one of her performances uh, during the all the Barbocella stuff, and you. Oh yeah, she was mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew I recognized that name. And so, Gabriel, you're setting up. Are Bell, Julian, are you just looking around, seeing if there's anything else you can spot? Uh, I'm checking to see if like there's anyone uh, I recognize. Actually, yes, there is. You see. You almost didn't recognize her because her hair is done differently, but you recognize the uh, red and yellow hairstyle of Cassandra, who you last saw in Orberg. But it's all, like, done up all fancy, and she's wearing a really fancy dress. Oh, okay. Also, like, uh, Julian just remembered, like, oh shit, I forgot. I was, I was going to text Holly and see if she got a gig here at all. So, I don't know, I get on the Pokedex and I'm like... Hey, Holly, you at Barbocella? And there, you see the Dawson's like, No, I wasn't able to get in this year. Ah, oh, rough. Did you see my performance at all? Like, catch a, any of the video? There's a moment, and then, Ah, oh, I haven't been able to see the whole thing, but I keep seeing clips of it on Postagram. It looks lit. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and then she sends, uh, like, uh, uh, like, the Houndoom equivalent of uh, the XD emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I just just wanted to see if you were here. It, it, it's been pretty cool. You, you should definitely try and get here next year. And then she replies, Oh, I totally will, but it's cool. I've been getting plenty of gigs uh, back here in Jubilife. Nice. Okay. Let's see if I'm All right. Hey, what is it? you say? Oh. Belle, you gonna look around to see if you see anything? I... Yeah, I'll check the... The, uh, whatever to... Uh, see if I recognize anyone. All the while also checking my phone to see... Or the, the Pokedex to see if I got a message from, uh, Cindy. Uh, still no message from Cindy, but like Julian, you do also spot Cassandra standing off in the corner. Okay. I guess we'll go talk to her. Okay. So you walk over to her, and she doesn't notice you in first, even though she's, like, kind of just looking off to the side, the middle distance. She doesn't seem to have noticed anyone. Hey, Cassandra. And there's a pause, and then she turns, and her eyes go out. It's like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad that you've come here. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Cassandra. Isn't the weather lovely? It's such a wonderful day to entertain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're not going to be competing, but uh, our buddy Gabe is. Well, if you'd like, Mother has created, has baked some cookies. Ooh. Don't mind if I do. Okay. Oh, but they're not until after the show. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> she also, she didn't offer you any cookies. <laughs> Disregard that statement. Uh... So... Did you bring the carriage? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. that's right. I forgot. There was a, there was that terrible accident. That's a shame. Is the Rapidash all right? Uh, yeah, he it? is. Yeah. Yeah, we got the um, did, did we, the we got the wagon all all back. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah, we did get the wagon. Well, as long as you and the wife are happy, then I guess there's nothing to truly complain about. What? And I just look look over at Julian like wife. Well, wife. Oh, I'm sorry. I've just seen Lord Frederick walk in. Just a moment. Lord Frederick! Oh, Lord Frederick! It's so wonderful to see you again! She is. And she walks in. off. What? <laughs> 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 I think we walked in on, like, some sort of Jane Austen novel or something. I think so. Uh, jeez. Hey, Wife. let's let's go take our seats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so the two of you get your seats for the contest. Meanwhile, Gabriel, you've signed up, so you are led backstage. You. <laughs> oh, is there a Pokemon box I can access? Yes, because I know that we just just recently put Zubat away, but I need him for my entrance idea. You only use one Pokemon for a contest. Oh, okay, gotcha. Then never mind. Then scratch that. Yeah. All right, so Gabriel, you're led backstage to some dressing rooms where they've got some pre-made costumes for both you and a variety from Pokemon. And you also, you hear a voice that you recognize as Q's, and he seems to be, he's not speaking a language you understand, but he seems to be coaching one of his Pokemon. And and you can hear... No! Don't be that guy. Swedish ship. You... And you just can also hear the Pokemon that's going, Ha, Lucha, Ha, Lucha! And then you you also hear a, a deeper voice just kind of grunting and s- struggling as some, like, bells jingle. Oh my. Whatever could that be? Is, is he off in, like, in a, pr- a private room, or is it something I could just... Yeah, he's, in one, of the, he's okay. in one of the dressing rooms, but, like, the door's open. Oh, okay. I, I knock on the door. <clears throat> Who is it? Uh, hey, is, is that cool? And then the door opens, and you see a face. It's a male face, but they've it's been beat with makeup. But they don't have their wig on yet, clearly. Oh, shit. Poke the, the head out. No, he's in the other room, but while you're here, can you help me? And uh, they open the door up, and it's another drag queen. <laughs> he's All real over the place. <laughs> he's real tall. He's got this long gown on that's got, like, it's kind of decorated, so it looks like the crown of a slow king with all these, like, little, like, gems, big gems and flowers around it. And, but, like, the zipper is completely undone. He's like, I'm trying, and I just can't get this done up. I'm always able to reach it, but for, for whatever reason, today is just being <laughs> an issue. Can you zip me up? Yeah, no, if you need help, yeah, I can help you out. Well, um... Roll to zip. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it for that. I do a, um, Pokemon education to see if I actually know if that if the design is based off of the Slowking. Because I don't, I don't want to say that I know it. Okay. Don't want to compliment on it while I'm doing it. Yes, yeah. that that would have been a very easy roll. Yeah. All right. So why I why I assist them is like I I compliment them, but that's a really nice sloking dress you got on. 
Oh my gosh, thank you. It's my trademark. I mean, Talia Slow Queen, it's in the name. Oh, you're the other competitor today. Oh, you're going to be in the contest? That's wonderful. What's your name? My name is Gabriel. Oh, no, so nice to meet you. And do you have a stage name? Uh, yes, this is my first contest. <laughs> I'm going to be entering the contest probably from this point on as Ghastly Gabe. Ooh, a ghost type specialist. <laughs> well, <laughs> given given the pretenses of this combat, it won't, I won't be using a ghost type, but it, it's a persona that I've been building up, and I do intend on using it, even though it does may not thematically take uh, precedence in this contest. Two bell, one bell, cares. <laughs> nice moment. As still by my side, he's like he may not be a uh, ghost type, but this is this is the buddy who's with me. Matchup, and he holds out his hand to a high, do a high five, and Talia like she she leans down, she returns the high five. Yeah, oh, what a delightful little scamp! Well, I'm sure even I'm sure you're going to look great out there. If this is your first time, don't get nervous. Me and Kul, we are seasoned competitors, but we are doing a less intense competition today, just in case the people are trying to break in, like you. <laughs> I that makes things a little less intimidating. I appreciate it. It certainly seems that you two are you know, seasoned competitors. Yes, I've been around the block a few times. I tried my hand at being a gym leader like he is too, and I suppose technically I can still give out some badges, but it's just not the same without my sisters. You wouldn't happen to be the one with the... the with the uh, we, we may have met one of your friends who's, who's still at the establishment and you tried to start it with. Oh, you've met Proficia? Yes. Oh, yes, she's... How is she holding up? I haven't talked to her in quite some time. Doing fine. We actually proposed on actually, you know, participating in what they had set up there, but he had... They had said that, uh, he needed... Or, sorry, I'm bad with pronouns and how how they would want to be told. They... No, that's all right. It's, it is a bit of a schmozzle when it comes to drag queens, we understand. <laughs> the general rule of thumb is that when we're in drag, then you use the she, her. And when yes. we're out of drag, it's the he, him. And some, of course, there's a whole plethora. Some drag queens are non-binary, and some drag queens are, are trans as well. So it's she, her across the board. But for me and Proficia, it's she, her in drag, and he, him outside of it. Just to make things easier for you. Perfect. Thank you for the clearance. I am jumbling my words today. I, it, my, my, the intimidation is getting to me today. <laughs> that no, don't worry, said, don't worry. If you're intimidated, we have something we can help with that. So she pulls out a Pokeball. Come on out, Slow King. And psh, Slow King. And it's a big, the big pink otter boy with his big shell crown. <laughs> Now, darling, please use a combine on this young lad. Slow King! And his eyes glow blue, and then you just feel a sense of ease come over you. Oh, that's nice. Ah, oh, Thank you. That, that I, I feel a lot, a lot more at ease now. Of course, anything for a fellow contest coordinator. <laughs> but yeah, no, as I was saying, um, we decided to be help to your friend, and he had... Uh, Wanted to see if maybe we can uh, gather gather all of you up again and see if we can actually compete in your in your theater. Hmm. Well, it has been a while, but of course, our our friendship never the sisterhood never truly ends between the three of us. 
I would say if you could get Veronica on board, then I would certainly return as well. Certainly. I, I didn't think it was going to take us this quickly to find what, though either one of you. This just happens to be a sheer coincidence. I'm sure it was fate. Well, whenever there's performance and drama, you're sure to find at least one queen. <laughs> True. That's perfect. Well, I'm going to continue on our adventure from this point on. If we do come in contact with her, I will see what I can do to convince her. But until then, I do look forward to our contest. Of course, break a leg. <laughs> Thank you. I'll do my best and make sure I don't actually physically, literally break one. <laughs> But I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, does Gabriel know what that means? He gets that one. <laughs> now, thinking about it, James would be a fucking god at drag. He probably does do drag. Oh, he, he, Yeah. <laughs> We've seen it already. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we'll jump ahead of... Oh, wait. So, Gabriel, have you got, like... Are you able to put a costume together, or are you just going in your normal Actually, clothes? There's a costume department. There yeah, is yeah, a costume department, but like it's all pre-made stuff that you have to throw together. Yeah. Well, take, what is he seeing? Is there, is there stuff that he can like meld together into a ghostly wrestler kind of outfit? Like, um, Undertaker kind of? I, I, I'm assuming, like, yeah, probably right now I'd be looking for dark purples. Yeah, you see some, like, uh, you see a dark purple cape... And a dark purple t-shirt. Um, there's, like, this wild pink wig with hair just kind of flying all <laughs> over the place. There's um, a set, some sets of makeup and, like, face paint and stuff. The face paint might work. Um, I don't think capes are my thing, but you know what? Actually, I'm going to go with it and I'll probably add some flair. I'm going to decide to go shirtless, though, because it's going to add to the wrestler technique. Even though I don't have the bod for it, I'm still going out with a shirt out, without a shirt on. That gives it the wrestling physique, or the look. I'm not, I'm going to say Gabe isn't that good at uh, at makeup, so I'm going to do something simple, like, probably, like, add, pur like, purple bags underneath my eyes, and then probably, maybe half-acidly try to make, like, a, like, a ghastly, like, smile, like, make my mouth seem bigger than it is. And, like, have a ghastly smile to it. No, no, actually, rather than that, I'm going to make, like, two, like, white fangs right here. And then I'll make the eyes bigger. Try to make it look like ghastly eyes. Nice. All right. And are you going to give any accessories to Rock? They're purple gloves. <laughs> yes. Ah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll give him the purple gloves. And then... If, if there's uh, a hat. Undertaker. There's the wig. <laughs> I was thinking about that. because yeah, if it's wacky, it kind of gives the whole like fog gas like ghastly look to him. That way, at least the Matt Matrop is trying to fit the theme too. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put the wig on him. See if it fits. See if it was if it could fit Matrop's head. And of course, see if Matrop is cool with that. I'm, I'm sure he's okay with the gloves. Yeah, he's he's cool with all of it. He's loving this. Awesome. Yeah, we're gonna do great out there. Alright, so now we cut to the stage. You, and so Rock is back in his Pokeball. You're standing on the left side of the stage, stage left. <laughs> um, Talia is on stage right, and Kudu is center stage, but it's all dark right now. And you can hear the audience behind, on the other side of the curtain. Uh, Julian and Belle, you found your seats, so you're waiting with a bit of breath. Uh, the announcer comes out. 
Welcome everyone to another spectacular Barbocella contest! And this is a special contest because today you'll get to see a trainer fight for a Sinnoh League gym badge! Woo! <laughs> Let's meet our contestants! First off, right from down the river from Sand Gem, it's Ghastly Gabe! And the spotlight comes up. Now, here's what you do at the beginning in the introduction stage. You roll 1d6 for each rank in your chosen stat of the Charm Command, Gala, Intimidate, or Intuition. So, and I don't think you can do the substitution for this one. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah I figure it's, it's content is really not Pokemon related. Yeah. So this is... What stat was, would this be for? It would... Cool? I think you. I think you just get to pick. Charm, Command, Gal, Intimidate, or Intuition. Oh, okay. I don't think it relates to the competition type, which is cool. Yeah. Because this is just the introduction. Well, Wait, no, hang on. No, it does say. Um, command rolls generate cool dice. Command kings. Oh, <laughs> my worst one. How's your Intimidate? One. My Intimidate is one. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is going to be bad. All right, so <laughs> roll for your intro. Three. Okay, so you are going to get one die, uh, one cool dice for this contest. <laughs> so describe how you pop out to do your introduction. I slowly enter through the, the, the stage entrance. I just slowly st try to make a like confident stride to the center of the ring, kind of as if I'm walking down a, a wrestling ring, or walking down to the ring. Just kind of, oh, what dresser would I be best represent this? Probably like Triple H after he, he's done his water spray and just walking slowly down to the ring. Kind of occasionally looking left and right to the crowd. Yeah, he's, he's got the, the sharp eye. Yeah. He's like looking around here. Just for, you you keep going, I'll send yeah. him a uh, visual of Triple H. Yeah. And as I get to the center of the stage, I I like, all right, would I be bringing up my Pokemon at this point in yes. time? Yes. Okay. I freaking thematic like theatrically throw the ball as high as I can up into the air, releasing, really uh, releasing Machop. Like intending like that the the, the pole ball's gonna release him to the ground, not up in the air. And, yeah, that's not the intention. Maybe come down. Just like... Yeah, hero landing. Hero landing. Yeah, hero landing. Boom, Machop. <laughs> but that's the pose he will take when he comes out of the Pokeball. And so yeah, he lands, does a three-pointer, and then he stands up and takes a little fighting stance. Yeah. And the crowd, like, it's it's not the coolest thing they've ever seen, but it's pretty cool. So like, whoa, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> woo! Yeah, go game! Woo! Oh yeah, because I have the eye paint, I have it all, all on my eyes, so I, like, as, as when I, after the Pokemon has been released, I close my eyes and then just pan, <laughs> pan the, uh, the audience. All right, and next up, it's one. Next up, it's one of the premier queens of the Sinnoh region. Give it up for Talia, Slow Queen. And then the spotlight appears on Talia, and she's got her wig on now, and it's like a big beehive loaf decked out with like yellow gems and stuff. She does kind of like some Vanna White stuff, where like she presents herself and like slowly waves her <laughs> arms around. 
and then she does a spin and then she tears off the bottom of her gown and all of a sudden instead of being like pink and silver it's pink with us the big yellow frill around the bottom and then she pulls out a pokeball and with a flourish releases it and this yellow pokemon with a white ruff around his neck and is holding something it's got a big nose and it lands and it releases some little psychic whoosh into the air Hypno, the hypnosis Pokemon. When it locks eyes with an enemy, it will use a mix of psi moves such as hypnosis and confusion. Avoid eye contact if you come across one. And then um, a lady in the audience, she leans over like, Hey, no Pokedex is during the performance. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Figuring that I'm on the stage, I don't want to sit and suddenly see, see like, yeah, you're digging not, through my Pokedex. And, you no, are not, not that guy. <laughs> just, just turn, oh, sorry, reflex. I will use my Pokemon knowledge, or uh, education to see if I actually do know this off the hat without needing a Pokedex. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I think I probably know as much as the Pokedex does. Yeah, I'll 22, you might know more. <laughs> All right. So I know enough not to look at it in the eyes. Do not make eye contact with Hypno. And Talia is going to get two cool dice for that. Those over here. Two. Two. And now, the main attraction, the man of the hour. You know him. You love him. He's the most famous contest coordinator, gracing us with his presence. Gracing us with his presence all the way from the Scotty region. It's Kultofson! And then the light appears, and Kul is nowhere to be seen. And then there's a smoke bomb, and a flurry of feathers fly out. And Kul does backflips, flump farts, flip flops, somersaults, and lands in the splits. And then brings out what looks like a t-shirt cannon, and fires it into the air. And it's a Pokeball, and partway through it, Halucha! And it does a fl- does a flip in the air and then dives and lands in the splits right beside you. <laughs> Hang on, I have to roll three for that. And Kuhl's gonna end up with three cool dice. Oh dear. So, next, what is the next step for a contest? Okay, so the winner of the contest is determined by who has the most appeal points. You have two different stages, introduction and performance. We just did it in a performance. Um, we just did introduction, that's right. <laughs> During each stage, you may be rolling, you'll be rolling many d6 to try and earn appeal points. Um, you, when you roll a 1, you gain 0. When you roll a 2, 3, 4, or 5, you gain 1. And when you roll a 6, you gain 2. Now, this changes when you're the center of attention. Once per contest, each Pokemon is in the center of attention. So for that, it's just you get bonuses with higher rolls, and you get a fumble if you roll a 1. Hmm. Um, there's one more thing to keep track of, which is voltage, and that represents how much attention each participant draws. Each participant has a voltage meter, which starts at zero and gets to a maximum of five. And for each point of voltage at the start of the turn, you gain one more d6 to the move that you're using. Uh. So, performance stage is the main part. Uh, several rounds, da-da-da. At the beginning of each performance stage, each participant gets a letter. So, Kula's gonna be A, Talia's B, and Gabriel is C. For these purposes. From highest to lowest. Okay, well, that's not how I planned it, but that's just how it worked out anyways. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Uh, da, 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 da. You each use a move from the move list and use the gain appeal points, and you may not use the same move twice in a row during a contest. Okay. Um, you don't need to pay attention to normal battling frequencies for those. Uh, they're declared in turn order, which is specified on the next page based on position. Each participant has a voltage meter. Yeah. Okay. For this first round, the person who goes first is going to be... Oh, wait, hang on. Where is the... Using contest dice, because I'm sure it says... Oh, okay. If a move matches the contest type, it rolls an additional 1d6. If it's of an opposing type, it rolls one less 1d6. Or you gain a fumble point if it would roll no dice. For example, in a cool contest, using a smart or cute move will cause you to roll one less die. If you're rolling using no dice, you can say get a point. Then using a tough or beauty move will not affect your roll, and using cool will add one die. So... I've got tough and cool moves. Cool. Cool. And you fed the cool puff into rock, right? Yep. So he would have a cool stat of 1d6. Oh, but that's a pool. So once you use that 1d6, he gets from the pof, and that's it for this contest. Okay. Do I have to yeah. use it right away, or do I can choose? You can when use, use whenever it. you want to okay. use it. Crack that when you need it most. Yeah. Uh, there we go. It's the using dice, because it's like the dice are consumable in contest. Oh, each move says how many 1d6. Okay. And then I think... Looks like a sad dice. Okay, so you'll have two consumable cool dice. You have one from the Poffin and one, or like one from increasing Rock's cool. Yeah. And one from the introduction. Right. Okay. All right. So now the first person to go is going to be Gabe this round. All right. All right. Start him off and give him an intimidating look. Go start with a leer. It's a uh, cool move with the contest effect excitement, which, if I read correctly, is uh, 3d6. You gain plus 2 voltage. Alright. So those plus 3d6s are just ones that I can exhaust? Or are those ones that... I, I know one of those, are the poffin, you, I, I just so these, exhausted. So you have, you have two consumable... Yeah. So with... You said excitement, right? Yeah. So excitement just by default rolls 3d6. That's okay. the move. And then if right. you want, you can add on um, the additional okay. two. But once you add these two, yeah, they're, they're gone. Okay, gotcha. Now I'm just going to roll the three. No, that's four. Ten. But, okay, so it's not the sum. It's, oh. it's okay, hang on. Which? So you get a point for that and... Wait, no. No, you get points for all three. Yeah, because 2, 3, and 4. Right, yes. Yeah. Or 2, 3, 4, 5, and then 6 is plus 2. Yeah. So we got plus 3. Try to keep track of this myself, too. And then I gain plus 2 voltage. Alright, Harucha, let us begin things with the detect! That is going to be 5 points. Oh dear. Fuck. We're only two behind on the first round on him. And Halucha, like a glimmer appears in their eyes, and then they do like a kind of like. <laughs> you know, just imagine something if you're listening. I, I, just, <laughs> I like to think that he just kind of like looks at the camera, just like. It's the smolder. 
No, 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 it's blue steel. Oh my gosh, that's how detect works. It's like, turn from your right! <laughs> Alright, and next it is... Oh, he... Oh shoot, I forgot, he's center stage. He gets more than just that much. So... Four, five, six. That's actually nine. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> and now we move on to Talia. Wouldn't I have gotten a bonus um, dice for because the the move I used was a cool move? I'm looking at the example. Like, um, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Roll one more die and just add that on. Three. So okay, another one. We'll so I got four. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. I need to roll bonus dice for Kill as well, then. That is a six. 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 Ah. <laughs> God, that cool guy is so cool! <laughs> Alright, then we now move on to Talia. Very well, Hypno, let us begin with a meditate. Hypno just kind of begins to float into the air. Hypno. Hmm. And at the end of the first round, Talia's at the bottom, Gabe is in second, and Kuhl is at the front. Next turn, things shuffle aside. The spotlights shift around. Ding! And now the brightest spotlight is on Talia. And it is Kuhl's turn. So that's the... How's the crowd reacting to all this? Oh, the crowd... The crowd didn't really react to Hypno. They like were expecting something more. Um, but they really loved the look that Halucha gave them. They're losing their minds. <laughs> it's like, the stairs are just the same. He only turns from his left. Halucha, now we are going for a big show move. Use your flying press. And Halucha leaps into the air, poses at the height of his maneuver. And kinda biffs it, actually. Oh. No. He lands, but it's not as smooth as it could have been. And the people are cheering... But you hear people say, oh, ah, oh, oh, he kind of missed it. He kind of mm. missed the landing a bit. He over-rotated a bit. And next up is Talia. Well, Hypno, let's see them how this is truly done. Uh, use your barrier attack. And Hypno, this field of energy appears around Hypno and then it bursts outwards and it hits rock and it also hits Halucha Halucha (laughs) and so it kind of trips Halucha up a bit but also throws five fumble points towards Kuhl rock actually manages to recover and you get the feeling that Talia was t- t- was aiming it more towards 
Halucha's direction, she was kind of taking it easy on you. <laughs> and the crowd thinks that's really cool. Like, oh, oh, he just he just messed him up. That's awesome. We've never seen a move like that. So cool. <laughs> and now it is Gabe's turn. All right, Macho. All right, all right, Rock. Show him your karate chop. Going with a steady performance, is but one plus one voltage and five d six. Okay, and it's a on. tough move, so I don't get a bonus. And so you'll get. You've got two voltage bonus. Yeah. And then are you using any other bonus or no? I'm gonna. You know, I'm still holding on to those other bonuses for now. Okay. I'm gonna hold hold on to those for a cinch. One 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 fumble. No, you don't get fumbles if you're not in the spot. Oh, yeah, I'm not in the spot. That's yeah, just right. zero. And that puts me up to three voltage. Alright, so at the end of this round, Kuehl's down to seven. Gabe is up to eight, and Talia's still bringing up the pack with one fumble point. Oh, dear. Ooh. And now it's the final round. Talia's going to start off. Alright, Hypno, now it's time for the big finale. We're gonna use a psycho cut. And and Hypno creates this blade of energy in his hands. And he slashes outwards towards the audience. And it just whips around the stage. It's a flurry of furious psychic energy and the audience is blown and we're like oh my gosh can't believe she pulled that out of nowhere that's amazing <laughs> and now it's Gabe's turn in the spotlight alright Gabe this is the final round too okay alright just like we trained finish things off with a thunder punch this is a, an exhausting act if I have two or more voltage roll two plus two or two d6 and then you lose two voltage. And it's originally 4d6, and I'm using my other two consumables. Okay, so that's one, that's four, five, six, um, nine from the volt, for the voltage, and then eleven total. Two more dice. I caught it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Good job. Big one for the end, right, though? One fumble, but there's one... Two fumbles, actually. Oh, yeah. I didn't see the big gun. Three sixes, and then... Let me go. And I have I have the chop punch the ground. Just I don't want to rant like electricity hit the audience or anything. I just sparks go flying all <laughs> over there like a, like a fountain of sparks. Yes. Okay, so that's 1, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 19. Jesus. And next, it's Kudo's turn. Oh, how the, how the audience react to that? Oh, they're living. They're fucking living. They're shook. Wig. I just look over at Bell like, he, he might have pulled this out. Let's hope. And Kuehl looks to you and is like, Will, you can play that game. <laughs> he 
prepares to give Halucha an order, and then um, he pauses. Halucha, use your wing attack. And Halucha, like, unleashes a fury of, like, karate chop type strikes with its wings. And this looks really cool, and the audience is cheering for that. But it's it's just not quite as much as as Rock managed to gain. Oh, things are getting good. At this point, like even before the move, Gabe is just sweating, trying not to show it. He's trying to stay stern. I take a photo. <laughs> and. You guys return to original spots, and the announcer like runs down like, "That was amazing show of performances." Now we're gonna let the judges tally up the votes, and we're gonna see who won this contest. And the lights dim, and there's like some wedding music, like, <laughs> and then the announcer runs back out, and we're ready. And they hold out a big bright red envelope. And the winner of today's exhibition gym battle contest is... And they pull, they open it up, and they pull out the little sheaf of paper. It's Ghastly Gabe! Woo! I just start snapping a ton of photos of Gabe. <laughs> I'm just awestruck. I just stand there for a second, like, no, 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 gotta shake it off. This is cool. This is cool. This is cool. <laughs> Strike a pose. Which the first thing that comes to mind is the shirt I, that I, I I constantly wear. I just go and I do the pose, and I get rock the match it with me. <laughs> <laughs> For the viewers at home, it's the Randy Orton pose. Yeah, like that. Yeah, and Talia and Kuehl are both clapping, and so are their Pokemon. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, you see Talia walk over, and she models something to Kuehl, and he nods, and then he walks over to you, and is like, I just want you to know that you have a lot of potential. And I also want you to know that even though I went a little easy on you in the end, I still think you would have beat me. That means a lot, and especially given that you two have such experience. Again, I have to repeat myself. I, I thank you for this experience, and... I offer my hand to shake. And he shakes it, and then a big wing gets thrust in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha, Lucha! (laughs) And then Halucha holds his wing out for Rock to shake, (laughs) and Rock just, like, fist bumps it. (laughs) 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 One word of advice. With Pokemon like yours, you may want to see if you can get into any tough contests instead. You're right with that. I, to be honest, I, I panicked because I didn't really have any cool Pokemon for this contest, so I and went with what cool. I knew best. And 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 Talia walks over, is like, listen, most of my Pokemon are beauty and smart Pokemon. This just proves that any Pokemon can do anything if it sets its mind to it. I suppose, yeah. I was looking at the numbers. I didn't think about it like that. I should have faith in whoever I choose for my contest. And so. Then the the MC walks over and starts handing out the ribbons, and so they give a little a little red and bronze ribbon to Talia, and a little red and silver ribbon to, ribbon to Kuehl, and then you get a red and gold ribbon. <laughs> and then Kuehl also reaches into his like the inside of his jacket, 
And of course, since technically ZC is part of the league, and he pulls out a badge, and it's like two wings kind of unfurled into the air with like a big star inside of them. A, b- a big red star. <laughs> this is the Glava badge. Yeah! Awesome! And I just... I don't know what Gabe was really thinking or thinking right now with this. He pointed towards uh, the the other two. He's like, yeah! Now, now remember, do the spin! Oh yeah! Uh, yeah! I got a glam badge! Da 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 da! <laughs> Did you... Okay, out of character. I have no characters, but out of character. Did you manage to beat any gyms while you had Eevee? Uh, I beat Misty and Brock. Okay, yeah. So just like the nod, like, the, like Gabe turns to Machop and nods and no- <laughs> Machop nods. <laughs> High five. But I yeah, know after, after that little celebration there, I grabbed the... Ba- uh, the... What did you give us first? What was it? A, a, not a badge. A, a ribbon? A, a ribbon. Ribbon. That was the word. I, that The word escaped me. I take the ribbon and I, I, get, I go to Rock. I was like, you earned this. This was all you. And it's like, this is for you. And he grabs it. And he's not really sure where to pin it. <laughs> so he just holds it around and waves it. I'll hold on to it for you. But yeah, there you go. It's like, I'll, I'll grab it back. It's like, this is yours. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Big bang. Hooray! You won the Woo! contest! Can you back after all that? Yeah, uh, you and Belle run backstage as you do. Do either of you want to roll perception? I'll roll perception. Uh... Ooh, I rolled that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Two, five. Six. That's all you see out in the back. Roll the ten. Okay. So uh, as you're running, Julian, you see like because the hallway like to the backstage has more pictures of like previous contest winners and previous like people who have been involved in this building, and you see a really old timey photo like painted even, and it looks like Cassandra as you saw her today. Huh. Here. And I just keep going. I, I Okay, cool. Evaluate that? Like, huh, right. Note it. Put it yeah. in your mind. It's in the mind. Then go, then go find your buddy. Yeah. At which point, as soon as I I'll, like walk into the exit, I just fall down due to the excitement of everything. I just try to get a hold of myself. It's like, holy shit. I won. I, I, I'm still registering. It's like, I, I still don't believe it. Do we run in on that? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, Gabe. Oh, oh, geez. You all right, bud? I'm. I'm fine. <laughs> I like offer to pick him up. Like, I accept it. Yeah. yeah. Pull him up. Hey, man, you fu- you did amazing out there. Yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, it 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 was a lot of it was just on the fly. Hey man, if you can do that on the fly, imagine what you could do with like a plan. Well, I got a lot of advice when we were up on stage. There, they they, they gave me some very sound advice. So, taking that forward, I know what I'm going to be doing for this. Uh, I, I do certainly want to see a future in Pokemon contests. 
I'm like, I, I leaned down to Machop, who I assume was also still out. I was like, and you did that thunder punch, dude? Like, that was fucking gnarly. <laughs> I go over a fist bump. Machop! And he pulls his fist back and he starts to see the electricity crackle. <laughs> no, no, he needs that hand. <laughs> and Machop kind of looks like, ah, Machop! And he kind of shakes it, <laughs> shakes it out and then gives you a normal fist bump. There we go. <laughs> got, got free <laughs> he real excited, yo. And don't worry, Rock. You, you'll, you'll still get a chance to fight. You're, you're not just going to be for Pokemon contests. We still will have regular matches. We'll get our. You'll, you'll still get your workouts. Oh, guys. Our our cool boy here. <laughs> I think he deserve. Well, I think he deserves some rest. Yeah. So what do we want to yeah. do next? Yeah. It's it's it was really hot in that stage. That that's totally why I'm sweaty yeah. right now. It's it was hot with all those lights. Yeah, no, I need a change. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you're going back to the Pokemon Center to like shower and stuff. Yeah. And so this will this will probably take you to around dinner time. Around this time, Julian, you're gonna text from June, and it just says, Me and Kim headed up to the resort area up in the hilly bits. Uh, if you want to join or you guys just want to do your own thing, that's cool too. Uh, I just messed her. You and Kim have a nice night. Or <laughs> <laughs> the winky emoji. <laughs> Is there anything else you guys want to do around this time? I think we're just going to eat and then... Oh, yeah, well, since we get to the... Oh, and I should also say, this is, like, the last night of Barbocella. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there's still some stuff going on, but a lot of things are being stricken, striked, stroked, and, like, it, like tomorrow is the day where most people leave if they're not leaving today. Yeah, it's, like, last, last performances. Main stage would still be up and all that. Uh, oh, and, uh, Belle, you do actually have a text message, and it just says, you have a letter waiting for you at the information desk. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the information desk then. Just slip away. Um, I say to the boys, yeah, I'll be, um, I just gotta go pick up something. Alright, cool. Meet you at the Pokemon Center. And I'm gonna go out to find some trees and whatnot because I'm gonna see if Sawaddle can help me make a little, um, what do you call it? Like a little, a little pouch for my, for my little baby. Um, and by the way, Belle, since I haven't asked, how is Cassidy doing? Uh, Cassidy seems pretty okay. Like, she's been, like, a little on the nervous side, but, like, she's been, like, sticking to me, you know, pretty close. I've been, like, like you know, holding her, carrying her. She's been pretty quiet, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so you make your way to the information desk and give your name and they hand you a little folded up handwritten letter. I open it once I get it. Alright, and it says, Dear Belle, I had no idea you were even in Sinnoh until I got the message that you left me. And truth be told, I'm not sure if I'm ready to see you yet. The way that me and your father treated you, the way our entire family treated each other, is a black mark on our history and it's not a part of my life I'm ready to open up yet. I'm sorry that I all of a sudden burst into your life. I certainly didn't plan on that. 
I certainly didn't know if I would ever see you again. That's kind of why I've started my own new life. I suppose in that way we're birds of a feather, huh? I... You can seek me out, but... I think you should only do that if you're ready. But I do want you to know that I still care about you, and... Maybe when I'm ready, I'll be the one who gives you that call. Uh, you do, if, in case you haven't figured it out, you do have a half-sister, and one day it would be nice, I'm sure, for her to find out that she has one as well. So... I fold up the letter, put it into my bag, and I walk back to the boys. I'll get a letter out of her space. Maybe some other point we'll talk. <laughs> Is everything okay at your end? I was just waiting to see if that had any other replies to do. It's, uh, it's <laughs> a bummer. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. So... So, and Gabe is off in the woods gathering leaves with Flair yep. and the baby. Do you have a name for the baby? Is she the boss? <laughs> is she metal? <laughs> oh, fuck, that's actually a really good Kangaskong nickname. I should have used that when I was giving suggestions for the <laughs> Pokemon name Raider. <laughs> I just said coffee and latte so I can make a shitty mama needs her coffee joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call I'm gonna call her uh I'm gonna call her Rowdy. Not not particular because of Rousey, but like Grandi, the Rowdy Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Rowdy, Piper. Yeah. Because now since it's being embodied by by both male and female, it does it doesn't really matter. I am just gonna call her Rowdy. Sweet. So you're gathering some leaves, so Waddle is making some stuff. Belle is just kind of having a moment, it sounds like. Yeah. Stifling back to you. <laughs> Belle does not cry. <laughs> oh, she'll cry at some point. <laughs> um, Julian, are you doing anything in particular right now? Uh, I guess uh, I'm just accompanying uh, Gabriel help to find leaves to help the baby. <laughs> and at, the, at this point in time I, I'm gonna let uh, the baby uh, you know settle it on the ground and keep a close eye on him I let my her. child also yeah <laughs> the baby is not wandering off because the baby immediately runs and clamps onto your leg and starts trying to <laughs> climb back up so it can get to your okay. torso alright so you're not ready for playing yet I'll just is good. <laughs> yeah. I put her back give, give her some time and then like I'm sure her and Ashley here will be best of friends Oh, I'm sure. Rouse! And Ashley leans over, and she, like, gives a little a hug around as much as it can to the baby Kangaskhan. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I kneel down. That way it's, it, they can, can actually do so without getting it out of the pouch where it's comfortable for, for Kangaskhan. And that does seem to actually chill Rowdy out a little bit. <laughs> a less Rowdy Rowdy for the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not as Rowdy. <laughs> I think that was another reason why I decided on their name around. It's like, oh, you're a little bit of a rowdy one. Not in like a rowdy mean way, but like, you're very particular right now. 
All right, so everyone's cool. Everyone's had a little bit of a moment to breathe? Yeah. Yeah. Good. So then an ear-splitting explosion comes from atop the hills. Oh, God. What? Okay, it's time for you to go back to your Pokeballing. Immediately, that's my first instinct. That way, the king is going to save. Um, can I assume that June has all your contact information? Yes. Okay, so you, um, shortly after this explosion, all three of you get texts, and it just says, Stay down there. This is for the grown-ups to investigate. You want to go up there? Yeah, let's go up there. Fuck that. (laughs) Do you guys insist on it? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Come on, plot demands it. (laughs) So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily. You could follow her advice and stay safe, children. Hey, we got two 18-year-olds and one who will be an (laughs) 18-year-old soon. Or 14 years. You do actually see a few 10-year-olds running up there and it's like, It's time to save the world! (laughs) Those ones are like, Hey, yo, no, fuck off. (laughs) Hold back. You stay here. Let us Riverdale kids take care of it. Let's, uh, let us kids who know what we're doing take care of this. I mean, we've only been out in the world for a couple days, but sure. I think it's like, it's been a week. It's at least ten days. Yeah, over a week. Judging by my egg notes. <laughs> so you're running up the hill, and above you see not quite smoke, but like this weird... Bluey purple electric stuff forming. Um, Julian, this is something you're a little familiar with. Uh, so, how am I Do I know what this is? Oh, you can roll Pokemon Knowledge. Okay. Or Technology, I guess, would also work. Tech Ed? Yeah. Four, five... Yeah, so you recognize this from the some of the uh, issues that were happening in Alola a few years ago. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> that's that's really bad, guys. Doesn't sound good. Is that is that like legendary level threat? That's that's an ultra beast, possibly. Uh, an ultra what? An ultra beast. Don't think I know too much about those. And Think Pokemon from another dimension. Wait, hold on. Do I know about Darkrai? No, I don't know about Darkrai. So I do. I have no reference to it. It's like what? Another dimension. Um, and then you see some people running from down the hill. Some of them are civilians. Some of them are people dressed in lab coats, both normal and adorned with the Logos Foundation L. And you also see. Oh my god. It's her. No way. Yes way. Heather? No, it's not oh, Heather. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I, I thought it was Heather. No, it's oh. Star. Oh. Uh, no. I thought you were going to say Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> it's her? Melvin. Melvin! <laughs> No. What are you doing here? Star is booking it down. She's got this 
She's carrying under her arm like this huge piece of like advanced technology that judging by the wires hanging out of it, she just ripped it out of wherever she grabbed it from. Oh man. Should we chase her down? Well she running she stops and she sees you and she's like you see her curse under her breath, and then she just turns and she like starts skidding down the steep edge of the hills, like where there's no path. It's like she's half falling down the hill at this point to get away. I don't know about you, that's a, that's a little dangerous. I think we'll have to let her get away with that, or at least in my opinion. Julian's kind of at an impasse. He's like, uh, shit. I mean, hopefully Carmen Carmen will find her uh, find a way and she'll hurt herself. Hopefully not <laughs> kill herself, but hurt herself. Seriously maim her. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what would be a good way to get at her. <laughs> uh, oh, what's that blue exploding thing that we're running towards? We should probably do that. Yeah. Okay! <laughs> Anyways, we keep running. You keep running. You finally get to the top of the hill. There's a whole bunch of people, like, running around trying to, like, put out fires, both literal and just, like, electric, like, technology damage and, like, people injured. You see, like, lab technicians of a manner. You see people who are just trying to have a nice, relaxing time that have run out, to the res- out of the resort to see what's happening. You do see June, and she has Kavana out, and she notices you and is like, I told you kids to stay down there! Stay back! I'm sorry, but we can't exactly ignore that! Um, and the portal, which is, like, kind of, or it's, like, it's not really in the sky, it's like half coming out of this big lab building on top of the hill. And there's a lot of electricity bursting around. And then a bolt of electricity just kind of zaps in June's direction. And she doesn't get hit, but she's kind of like blown clear. And then this figure unravels itself from the lab building. It's, like, got this body, it looks like it's made out of discarded electrical cables, and it's got, like, copper bits sticking out everywhere, and its head just looks like a whole bunch of electricity shoved together. It, with what probably passes for its head, it looks around, and you just hear it go, What in Arceus' name is that, Pokedex? Dilly dee, dilly dee. Warning, Ultra Beast detected. Uh-oh. Seek shelter um. immediately. Warning, Ultra Beast detected. Seek shelter immediately. So you weren't lying when you said it was no. an Ultra Beast? No, I wasn't. What do you do? Julian's just kind of paralyzed with fear. He's like... I think we should take the adult's advice. You can get out of here. I mean, there's been many brave kids who've ran into danger. Like, what, that but one Kanto really kid? We've been doing this for 10 days. Let's go. Like, well, Julian's not even responding. He's just, like, stuck looking at that thing. Like, not moving. Hey, you okay? I'd like. Push him on the shoulder. 
And then there's a spark of electricity. Well, I mean, there's always sparks of electricity coming from this creature's body. But a huge bolt all of a sudden arcs out of it and is racing towards you. Oh, dear Lord, don't. Dive. Roll athletics, everyone. Eight. Seven. I'm going to roll survival for that, so... All right. Oh damn, that's pretty good. So the bolt hits the bolt hits almost dead on Julian and Gabe. Gabe was trying to pull Julian out of the way and they're almost completely hit. Belle, like from her survival knowledge, she knows that to like go basically go to ground, and so instead of trying to outrun the bolt, she just flattens herself against the ground. And it's still like you feel the electricity hit you, and it is kind of like if you accidentally suck a fork in a socket when you were little. <laughs> Which I never did. Yeah, I'm no. totally not speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Julian, Gabriel, you guys are KO'd. Plain and simple. Um, Bell, you're, you're like at one hit point. You're barely holding on there. You like, vision is very blurred. You can only barely see. But what you do see is this shadowy figure with, like, streaks of white coming out of its head. It, like, floats by you, and it leans close to you, and you feel just this presence. You don't know what this presence is, you just feel it, a lot of it. Some might call it some sort of pressure. Perhaps. (laughs) And then the figure looks back to the other Pokemon, the Ultra Beast, and it just tears towards it. It does not have legs. It just, like, floating. And it flies, and it slams right into it. And, Belle, as you drift off into unconsciousness, you just hear the sounds of a big battle happening, and then you have also blacked out. Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us at RealSFN on Twitter. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, 
Ryan at Ryan Mitchell HTV, and Duncan at Cloudhead Duncan. <laughs>